it's so good to have you here. It's been a big journey to get here, hasn't it? Yes, it has been a big journey. It was safe, that's all I can be thankful for, and I'm here and I'm very excited. Mm. Yeah. But preparation-wise and grant writing and yes. just getting the whole thing organized yes. to actually make this happen, and just sitting yeah. here at Island Vibe, the first date yeah. of your tour. I know, it's very surreal because it has been an entire year of, of prep work, being an independent artist, as you know. The whole time I wasn't sure it was actually going to happen, now that it's real, it's very, very rewarding, so here it is. And being an independent artist, that speaks volumes, not just about you as a person, but also in your music, because you're able to be really who you are. Mm -hmm. Was that always an, an intention for you, just to be solo, or just sort of did it work out that way? Well, I've always been fiercely independent, but I think it's both an innate thing as well as a response to my experiences in the music industry. After having, I guess, an opportunity to be involved with a, a record label and go that route in LA, I'm thankful it didn't work out. And afterwards, I have since been very steadfast in doing my own thing, making my music the way I want to. And like you said, the benefit of doing all the work is also that I don't have too much input from other people so I can have the vision the way I want it to be. You received an email some time ago I, when you got an email from Gene Simmons, mm -hmm. so clearly from KISS, which was not really a very nice email, was yeah. it? Do you want to just maybe elaborate on that and just where that email took you and your life? Mm -hmm. Around the same time I was involved with the labels, I was 19, I was playing at this place called The Supermarket in Toronto and Gene Simmons had come with, I guess, people from a, a major label, I won't say who they are, and um, saw me perform and didn't say much when I was there, but sent me that email afterwards where he said, you know, I don't think you should be performing, you're probably better off maybe writing, let's see what I think about your songs. And, you know, I guess I could have said, wow, this is an opportunity, I'll do whatever you want, however you want, this, and that there's been a lot of opportunities like that to concede entirely and, you know, scrape off parts of myself in order to have opportunities. And in certain respects, obviously, it's kind of unavoidable when I was young, um, but now I'm grateful that I, I actually wrote him back and it's like, with all due respect, I love my songs, I love my music, and I know what I'm doing, so... Yeah, that's, that was my stint with yeah. Gene Simmons. And that this is who you are. And yeah. clearly, I think through your music as well, you're then able to spread the message to other women. Do you feel mm -hmm. that that's like a strong resonation with other, and young girls as well, that may be a little bit insecure? Yeah, absolutely. And I never thought that that would be something that I would be doing necessarily, because it always came naturally to me to produce music, to play different instruments. Like none of that felt like an effort beyond the margins of my gender it just came yeah. naturally and now that you know people find it remarkable if for whatever reason it definitely just shows that there's just a lack of representation because um, there's lots of people of all genders and uh, backgrounds doing all kinds of things but it's just who's put in front of the audiences. And it's not really that easy, I mean, for like a young girl, for example, even just growing up at home and singing in the house and then the parents are like, well, stop making that noise. And then forever maybe that artist and then didn't come out. So, yes. But you were born and raised in a fairly creative household, weren't you? Luckily, creative slash, um, my parents weren't, I don't want to say they weren't around, but they were definitely not helicopters. They were spaceships. They were very, very distant. And uh, for that reason, that I wanted to be a musician, they were like, okay, yeah, do whatever you want. It wasn't, you know, they had no vision for me necessarily. Um, and so I created one for myself. 
I do come from, on my dad's side, a South Asian background from East Africa. And I think like a lot of cultures and backgrounds who are just surviving, that being an artist was not number one choice. It was doctor, lawyer, engineer. Didn't happen for me, obviously. But I definitely had to convince my dad that it was something that, I, that would be worth doing. And But my mom has always been very supportive. So I definitely had all the ingredients in whatever weird manifested way to make this happen. And you're a singer, songwriter, producer, but also a storyteller. And who does that come from in your family? My mom, mm. definitely. Uh, she always told stories, true, false, you know, yeah. when we were young, like many moms do, to try and get you to do things. But also, I think that faculty for storytelling is there because we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. and. Yeah, when we were going to bed, my mom would just tell from the top of her head these amazing stories. And for fun, she'd make up games. She was always very creative, and that's something that she certainly imparted on me. I'm grateful for it. It had an impact on my music. Because you've released a fair few albums already, all independently as well. Yeah, now there's four officially out there. Like many artists, I'm sure, when I released that first one, I'd already been doing music for, you know, mm. at that point, about six, seven years. But now I'm so grateful. I'm working on my fifth, and it's kind of been a really really good trajectory for me I'm really glad things didn't you know blow up when I was younger because I've been able to temper myself into what is a very unique lifestyle and way of navigating the world and where I am now especially here in Australia I'm so grateful I can't think of a better way to celebrate that I was listening to some beautiful harmonies as well you posted one not long ago you were warming up in Australia mm. who was who were you traveling with yeah, so I'm traveling with an amazing, well, a couple amazing musicians. Uh, first, Chris Rouse is uh, my keyboard player, and he's an artist in his own right as well. And Zainab Wilson is my drummer, and she also creates her own music. The reason I brought them specifically, I've been playing with Chris for almost 10 years, um, but also the voices, like you said, on stage you'll hear a lot of harmonies, and that's what we do together. We're singing together, and I actually hopefully will be recording a little acoustic EP while I'm here. So I see you've got your mobile studio with you. Yeah, we I could make this into a mobile studio. Oh, this would be <laughs> such an amazing studio. Island Vibe is renowned for being an eco-friendly festival, and I know that your whole tour has been carbon offset, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What kind of work goes into even making that happen? So I was lucky to work with this organization called Choose. I think they're based out of. Finland, somewhere in Northern Europe. I heard of them through Rising Appalachia, that group. Yeah. That's the wonderful thing about community. I was like, you know, all of us musicians are like many people, like everyone just feel like, what are we gonna do to help uh, not only keep the earth feeling healthy, but because of the nature of our work, we're traveling a lot. So it's a lot of calculating, just calculating the flights, the drives, how often you think you're gonna eat out, things like that. And then through their company, they help offset that by supporting projects which really neutralize and are energy positive. So solar powered projects, wind powered, projects with alternative energies. In this case, one in Gujarat, India, which is pretty cool because that's where my actual ancestors are from. So yeah. I haven't been there yet, but uh, Kim chose any of the Gujaras. Yeah, well, there's a part of you there already, I'm sure, just through that connection. Yeah. But you also spent time in India becoming a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. So. Yoga absolutely has saved my life multiple times. When I first discovered it, I, I didn't know, like many people, now they might, but at the beginning I didn't know it was from India. I just had no idea. And I went to India and was able to, yeah, study it. I did get my teacher training. And then 
I just have had it, like all of us in the band, like many musicians, artists, we all stretch and it's beyond just the asana and the stretching, there's yeah. so much more of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see yourself going back to India or when you spent time there and as well as your own uh, cultural background, is that influenced in your music? Yeah, absolutely it is. I grew up in Brampton, Ontario, which is, um, it's kind of like little India as far as populations in Canada go. There's so many immigrants from India that when I was growing up, uh, that was nor like I had more um, people of like South Asian background in my class than almost any other demographic. I was surrounded by the culture and by the influence, and it's um, part of my heart and music because the music and the culture is just so ancient. It speaks. Sorry, I'm touching my mic. Yeah. <laughs> it speaks very much to. You're touching uh, your heart. I'm touching my heart. That's where I was going with that. Uh, it speaks so much to I think a really deep part of all of us. The music always takes me to a really special place and I know my next album I want to go there even further so that influence will be heard definitely. I always end up singing a little bit especially live doing some vocal inflections that are sourced from that influence for sure so as much as I can I'll try and incorporate that. Each show is different. You also, I know you play a guitar and, and many other instruments, but one of your old guitars was used for something pretty special as well that you brought to Australia. Yeah, so I actually am wearing my bracelets oh. right now, a bunch of them. My guitar, which I love and I'm so grateful for, was made out of a tree. So originally it was a tree and I'm grateful to that tree. Then it became my guitar and now it's a bunch of bracelets because my guitar was sitting in my apartment unplayed because I had a new one, the one I'm playing tonight. I felt really bad for the other one because you know like it just it wants a life of some sort it's like take me on tour take Remember me on the tour altars? yes <laughs> I was just sitting there and so I thought what what would I do with it I could give it to somebody but really I wanted to be able to do something with it that would keep it alive in a way and keep it making music in some way so I was able to make bracelets turn the wood of the guitar the top of it was cedar into these beads and it's been amazing because I did bring some for the festivals but I've been able to give them to you know my family and my friends and the people who've been there and And the proceeds go to something pretty special too yeah the proceeds help to well make this tour happen and keep you know all of that going and then my intention you know how it is finding organizations that don't just have all the over like cost and overhead which has been my experience so what my intention is I want to turn that one guitar into several you know buy a couple of guitars afterwards and give them to youth who don't have the money to buy them but I'm still creatively thinking of how I'm gonna find those youth but I've I work with youth a lot so it won't be too difficult so yeah Mm -hmm. and speaking of youth a lot of youth get bullied nowadays was that something that you experienced yourself and and how did you overcome that yeah, I definitely did, and I think it was a function of, well, I actually think coming from a mixed background had a lot to do with it. Same. It's hard for, especially mm-hmm. in social groups, people to place you, which mm-hmm. our schools tend to, at least my school in Brampton, you know, the Indian kids hang out with the Indian kids, white kids hang out with the white kids, the black kids hang out with black kids, and East Asian kids with East Asian kids, and that was just how it became after a certain age. Not when I was really young, but, you know, adolescence. And so I didn't fit into any of those groups. Um, my name was Alicia Mohammed. That was the name that I was at school. But they were like, if you're Mohammed, why are you whiter? And what's going on? You know, but the white kids were also like, it was a bit of a rough go. Uh, 
You started writing music? Was that one coping, one of the coping mechanisms? I, exactly. I started writing music. I became very antisocial. I'm still kind of, you know, and it sounds cliche, I know lots of people say it, but if I'm not performing, I really like just being one-on-one. I think part of that also comes from those experiences. But I started writing music, so it is a gift that ostracization created a, a lens. And I think a lot of artists have that experience. Well, it's greatly healing to be able to actually yeah. release whatever's inside of you when you don't even know yourself, but to put it into something creative is actually, it's a healing process, isn't it? Super duper mm. healing. And I've been able to work with youth, you know, in my adult uh, years and always want to impart the same thing for them. If I see that they're struggling, see that they are having trouble metabolizing life for whatever reason, that art in any form is going to help them channel that pain. And it, it doesn't have to be to become a famous musician or artist. It's the process itself. Um, and I know that I would have benefited from having that also when I was in school. So that's, yeah, bullying, art, all of it, yeah. Getting up on stage, speaking of that, we've got some music starting in the background and you're going to be starting pretty soon. Yeah. But you're also heading around Australia, so this is the first of, of the tours. We're really excited yeah. to have you here. Thanks for having me and I can't wait to play. I think people are going to be blown away by the band. Lots of feminine energy on stage. Yeah. Yes. And in the crowd. Thank and you so much crowd. for joining Thank us. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Alicia Brillo. <laughs> <laughs>